Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. This is Zach Brittle. I'm here with my friend, Laura Heck. You're listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. This week, we are answering a ton of listener mail. We got a bunch of emails over the last few weeks about questions that you have about relationships and therapy, including one email we got from my buddy, Kevin, who loves my dad jokes. And it actually reminded me of some clients that came in this last couple of weeks. They, they are farmers. They own two different plots of land. On one plot, they have a dairy farm. And on the other one, they decided to try and grow some marijuana. And it was frustrating for them both because they had different goals. And as they were working it out, they realized they had a problem, which was that their cows were constantly returning to the marijuana field. And they went back and forth about whose fault it was and who was responsible and what was happening. And uh, it was never ending. It was really problematic because they just could not come to an agreement. And then I finally had to explain to them that it was just the pot calling the cattle back. (laughs) The pot calling the cattle back. All right, that's, that's fake. But these next listener emails are real. Stick around. We have a bunch of questions and we decided rather than doing a full episode on one question, we're going to hammer out at least three. We'll see how many we can get through. Okay. But we've, we've pulled them all together. So uh, I'm ready. You're ready. You don't want to have any like f- yeah. fun like talk and just like tell me about what's no, going on. No, you said we were going to have a short episode. No. Oh, but no. I want to know what's happening in your life. Nothing is happening in my life. Uh, let's see. How's um, that triathlon that you're training for? Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. The triathlon was uh two was last weekend. And how did it go? I I don't know. Did you support everybody I, else that had trained so well for I it? I did. I did. My neighbors across the street, I was uh, constantly in texting with them. But I, um, I, inst- I opted instead to go to my daughter's soccer tournament. And, did uh, you make that they, decision they 10 weeks sushi. ago where you were like, you know what? I'm just going to yeah, go to this probably. tournament just instead. About. Yeah, <laughs> just about. <laughs> uh, so that's how my triathlon went. That's good. Well, you've taken that up as a hobby and I have taken up scrolling through like the the depths of Netflix. I have watched everything there is to watch of any interest on Netflix. What did you think of Everything Sucks? 
You mean the the ep- I told you I watched your daughter's show, at least the episode that yeah. you told me to watch. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I watched the very first Thanks. one and then I watched the episode. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Does your daughter listen to this podcast? Is she going to hear me? No. Okay. No. Well, I went even further into the depths. Is it further or farther? It depends. But in this context, did I go further? I, yeah, you went further, deeper. I went deeper into Netflix, into the dark web of Netflix, and I found yeah. um, something called Drunk History, and it mm-hmm. is yep. completely filling me with joy at about 11 o'clock mm. at night when my husband has fallen asleep and I have nobody to talk to and I'm exhausted and my brain is fried and it's just, it matches my wit and my intelligence perfectly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 I, I don't disagree with you. I, you know what? I was being completely truthful and honest and um, humble. Do you know that I've, I've introduced this phrase to my, into my, um, vocabulary lately it's um you're not wrong okay i go you're not wrong i say that to clients i say it to my wife you're not wrong you're not but i would feel like you i what i really want to hear is you're right but you're not willing to say that i know i'm not there yet okay i'm not there yet there it's like the people who are like i'm uh i'm i they can't say sorry you know i'm sorry okay are you ready for the first question i am okay so here's the deal um, it was a long email, so I'm just going to phrase it. But the question, it okay. comes from a male listener, and he's married uh, to a woman. And they're both doing individual therapy, working on their own things. And he's been doing individual okay, therapy for a couple of years now. Really feels like he's seen some improvement. He's been d- diving into himself. His wife is now diving into some relationship stuff uh, not related to him, but to uh, family of origin issues. Mm. And he okay. really wants to do couples therapy, which I'm like giving a little silent uh, like clap. Uh, you know what? Doesn't have to be silent. It's going to be a loud clap for him yeah. because it's the man who okay. wants to do couples therapy. But the complaint and the question is that wife does not. Wife wants to continue with individual therapy, doesn't have the, I guess, cognitive emotional space to be diving into the relationship right mm. now. And he, I think, mm-hmm. is just really feeling like, well, you know, should I feel upset about this? Is this okay? And I know you have some opinions about this. So what are your thoughts on when one person doesn't want to do couples therapy? Well, I mean, I think it's broader, right? Like I think that couples therapy works the best when you have two partners who are bought into the process and those two partners are coming in as healthy as possible. And and by healthy, I think I mean like as willing and open as possible to solving their part of the yeah. equation. Um, couples therapy doesn't work when 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 a partner comes in one or the other, and their goal is to fix the mm, other one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's not gonna be successful. And so, um, I don't know what her resistances are, but if she's sincere about doing individual work, then then maybe it's not time for couples therapy. Maybe there's ways to work on the relationship that are. Not quite. Well, ultimately, I mean, Um, she is sort of working on the relationship if she's diving into her own personal stuff. Um, I mean, that's mm -hmm. going to benefit the relationship in the long run. And I I kind of feel for the wife in this way, because I do feel like it can be super emotionally taxing if for the first time you're taking on family of origin issues and you're working through that Mm. and the impact it has on your relationship. I mean, it's a lot of balls to keep in the air. 
And sometimes you just need to focus and have a singular focus. Um, I'm not saying she can totally dismiss her relationship, but maybe it's not the right time for therapy, which if you commit to therapy, that's hard work. That's going to take some time. Yeah. Um, have you had this before? This is the inverse. A couple comes to see you and in the midst of couples therapy, you recognize that one or both partners really need to do individual work before coming back to couples therapy. I don't, I mean, yes, obviously there are times when I say, sounds like you could do some individual right. work or, um, I don't generally pause couples therapy mm-hmm. though. Um, I, I think, um, I would, I would encourage it to happen simultaneously, but I don't generally pause yeah. it. No. Yeah. I, um, I believe I was working with a couple and it was their decision. They had come to the conclusion that, um, at least one or both of them needed to do individual work. And I mean, maybe this was an excuse so they could break up with me. Actually, it wasn't because they came, they wanted <laughs> to come back. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they, they came to the conclusion that they really need to spend their resources and time and energy focused on some individual things that they found they could work on. And once they really kind of tightened those things up, then they could come back to couples therapy. So, um, I, um, I, um, I tell you what I do. I would say this though: when I tell people to go or encourage people to get and do individual mm-hmm. work, I, I say make sure that you go work on right. you. Don't go into your therapist and work on your marriage or your right. partner. Go in and work on you because if you go try to work on your partner, it's not going to be successful. You're going to create this alliance, mm-hmm. uh, sort of this. Yeah, I can't believe you have to deal with that stuff kind of yeah. story. Yeah, um, and that's not yeah. going to be helpful to the relationship. All right, question number two. Are you ready? I'm just going to, I'm just going to read this one. Um, My fiance recently requested space. We all know what that means. We were on a break. (laughs) Um, Okay. He says, uh, after I got drunk, I said some horrible things to her. I'm bleeping some of this out because he uses some foul language. I'm sure he used some foul language when he said some horrible things to her. Anyway, that was the reason why she wanted to take a break. Um, Anyway, he says, I still want to be in the relationship and I don't want to lose her. What should I do? I I actually wrote this listener back, so I know what I said to him. Do you want to hear what I said to him? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, So what I said is that if she needs some space, then she needs some space. Like You're only going to push her further away if you continue to pursue her. So I said, what this person, what she probably needs to hear is that you're taking responsibility for the horrible things you said to her. And this is this mm. is a piece of owning owning up and just saying, I said some really horrible things and I don't even care if I was drunk. Clearly, if I have a problem um, and I'm drinking, so what I had suggested to this listener is stop drinking. She might need to see that you are committed and that she means more to you than saying horrible things or drinking. And so maybe it's time to take a break from alcohol and get some awareness that you were unable to control some of these things. And you, what I, anyway, so I told him, stop drinking. Um, Let her know that you love her, that you want to allow her the space um, to do whatever she needs to do and that you're here and that you would like to check in, you know, from time to time and see how things are going just to sort of allow her that space, but also let her know I'm here, I'm near, and I still want to be in your life. So um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on what either what I suggested or... I think your answer was perfect. It's, it's, it's exactly what I would have offered. The only other thing I think I would might add to it is, you know, when we talk about um, conflict, 
and it's maybe let's call it uh, incidental conflict where there, there's an argument that's happening in the living room, uh, you know, after dinner or something. And one person needs to take mm -hmm. a break. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What we asked them to do is say, can you just ask for the break, identify how long you think it might be, and then set the terms for mm -hmm. when we're coming back. And so in her case, uh, or rather in his case, I guess, if he's the asker of the question, I think it's fair for him to say, hey, totally fine that mm -hmm. you need a break. Mm -hmm. I accept that. Just wondering, like, what is the, when can I expect to hear, like, to con reconnect with you? Can we get together on Saturday? Are you talking sure. about a month? Are you talking about, you know, I mean... It, it's just taking that whole idea of, of um, sort of self-soothing, uh, you know, mm -hmm. break-taking that we talk about in, in kind of the, the incidental moments and applying it maybe on this okay. later scale. I think that's a fair like question that. to that's, ask. That's added to it, yeah. Uh, what did you think about the suggestion of taking a break from alcohol? Well, it's the first thing I thought, right? I mean, the guy clearly uh, behaves in a way that is right. not himself, um, or in, when he's under the influence. And so I think he needs to take a pretty, I mean, I, I think we all do need to take a good look at our relationship mm -hmm. with alcohol and whether or not it it turns us into mm -hmm. somebody we don't want to be, um, which in this case, yeah. it sounds like it did. Yeah, you know, so I, I think it's, I mean, and there's no harm from taking a break, right? If you, if you take a break, minimally, you learn right. that you can. Right. I was thinking, um, I always think about some of the suggestions and what if this was somebody that I knew or what if I was the, what if I was the female in this, in this situation? And the biggest takeaway that I would have had is if, if somebody had said something to me or done something while they were intoxicated and I said, I need a break. And they said, okay, you take your break. Meanwhile, I'm going to be over here working on me because I'm taking full responsibility of what I did. And you mean so much more to me than having some beers with the guys or getting loaded on the weekends or just relaxing or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, and that would really should demonstrate. A lot of times people say, show me, show me. I need to see a change or see difference. And that's a really easy way to show mm -hmm. somebody um, by just cutting alcohol out. So, okay. Question mm -hmm. number three, ready? All right. Okay. Um, I'm yep. going to paraphrase this one also. So the question is coming from a female. She and her partner have been married for quite a long time. And her husband is going through what she has called a midlife crisis. And you can just sort of make up whatever you want about this midlife crisis. But he has started to take Viagra. So she says that their sex life went from nothing where he was disinterested in sex to now he's like poking her in the middle of the night. Like, hey, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, her main question mm -hmm. is... I don't want to have sex in the middle of the night. And I'm not, I don't, not only that, but I don't want to have sex for longer than 20 minutes or however long. I, and I get that, man. Mm. Chafing sets in after a certain amount of time for a female. You are something it's else. It's true. All the right. woman's anatomy. I, I don't need to. Yeah, okay. you know, I'm, I'm a therapist. I talk about sex all day long. But uh, anyway, all right, all right. so she says, how can I, how can I say no? How can I refuse sex? And is it okay to refuse sex? I'm going to put this one on you. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I, 
I think that this is a larger conversation that needs to take place like in the coffee shop or in the car, not in the middle mm-hmm. of the night in the bed. Um, people ought to have some agreements about how they want to be pursued for sex and also how they want to be rejected mm-hmm. for sex. Like um, she, the answer to her, her husband has the answer to the question, not me. Right. How can I say no? Um, so, and maybe it's um, not right now, babe, or let's mm-hmm. snuggle instead, or can we do it in the morning? Or can, can you, can we have an agreement that, you know, you're only going to take your pill a couple of times a week or I don't, there has to be a larger conversation that is not just in that moment. And, and if that larger conversation isn't Mm. honored, say by him, then we have a, then we have a different set of issues, right? I mean, without any clarity of, of the rules, then, um, then, then you can't expect anybody to play by them. And if the rules are clear Mm. and you don't play by them, then that becomes a, right. a betrayal of a different sort. So you're so, saying talk um, about this. And I say this oftentimes with couples where, um, you know, they're kind of fired up about something or it's a perpetual conflict that's coming up. And I say this often, bring it up in a time where you are not fired up when it's like, you're not, you're not even thinking about it. So just like, yeah, yeah that's why I say yep. the car or the coffee shop. Hey, like, I've been thinking about just, this. This is something important. I want to talk to you, you know, how, yeah, how can we make a, an arrangement where both of our needs can get met? And um, and I think the refusal part is a really great question. And I don't think enough couples ask that of how if I'm not in the mood and I'm not interested in having sex um, because I don't think being in the mood is really uh, that's another topic for another time. Often we're not in the mood. Like, I don't know how, when all couples are in the mood at the exact same time, but if I'm not interested in having sex, how would you like for me to refuse it or say not now, whatever it might be? Um, mm-hmm. That's great. Have you heard of any like ways that people have uh, decided to refuse or deny or say no, thank you? There's that one kind of urban legend that floats around the Gottman Institute. I don't, I don't know how true it is about the couple who had, uh, they bought um, action figures. They had a Superman and a Wonder Woman and if one of them wanted, and they were standing up on top of the, uh, of the headboard of the bed. And, and if somebody wanted to have sex, if Superman wanted to have sex, he would come and he would lay Superman down. And if she, if she wanted to have sex, she would lay Uh Wonder Woman down. And that's how they knew. But if she didn't, she would just stand Superman up. (laughs) And that was how they, that was just kind of how they kind of did it. Um, And it was their Mm -hmm. agreement. And I think, again, the thing there is that it's an agreement. The rules Mm -hmm. are clear. And so they were able to remove some of the awkwardness and maybe even some of the rejection. um, It was a conversation. uh, They had already had the, they already established the rules ahead of time. Yeah. And the only other piece I would think is that you really need to, the healthiest relationships are the ones where there's no consequence for rejection, right? right? Uh, To say, no, I don't want to have sex doesn't mean... I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't want to be right. intimate with you. It doesn't mean I think you're unattractive. Yeah. It means I don't want to yeah. have sex. Um, and that, um, and if the person who is being rejected is then punishing the, the person who doesn't want to have sex, then that's a consequence. That's not cool. It's mm-hmm. not fair. Um, and so I think that's where I, I, I'll go back to it over and over again. Understanding the rules together is really yeah. critical. I had a couple that had to dig a little bit deeper that when one partner would um, try and initiate sex, and the other partner wanted more context. And so they would say, are you feeling horny or do you need closeness? There was a way of differentiating for the two of them. Mm. And if it was you're feeling mm. horny, 
um, I believe if I remember correctly, they would have an agreement where if she didn't want to have sex, then he would go and do his thing on his own and take care of his needs. And then um, if it was about closeness, then they would negotiate how to be close. And if it involves sex, great, but maybe it was kissing or cuddling or whatever it might be. But there was, there was like seeking more um, context between the two of them. And I liked that because it was, uh, there's a lot behind initiation and I don't know it, it, the couple with mm-hmm. the, with the action figure dolls, there's not a whole lot of conversation happening right there. Well, it happened beforehand, right? Yeah. It happened. It happened sometime off sure. screen. Yeah. You know, well, if you have any questions, send them our way. And um, the email that you can send it to is info at four better dot us. And it's F O R B E T T E R dot us. And we'll answer your questions as they come in and let us know if you liked this, where we just kind of tackled a few questions um all in the same episode so right on all right zach adios adios thanks so much for listening to this episode of marriage therapy radio again our marriage retreat is happening in seattle washington on november 9th and 10th so if you are planning on coming to visit us get your tickets early we only have seats reserved for 50 couples you can purchase your tickets at marriagetherapyradio.com There's a tab up at the top that says retreat, and it's $287 per couple. That includes all of your workshop materials. Friday night, we're going to do a dessert bar. Saturday, we'll give you lunch, and it includes all your workshop materials. But more importantly, it is jam-packed with exercises to help you communicate better, talk through conflict conversations, and deepen your intimacy. We're really excited to have you. Can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much for your time and attention making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.